Welcome to Conversations with the Authors. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Conversations with the Authors. I'm your host, Daniel. And I'm Daryl. And I'm Sandra. And today we are talking about one of the biggest motivators when it comes to writing. Oftentimes it's love, sometimes it's war, sometimes it's, you know, a mystery. But today it's curiosity. Uh, and curiosity is a big driving force on a lot of things. Today we have Sister Jackie Atabo. And, and you wrote your book uh, based off of your mother, yes? Correct. And uh, what's the name of your book? The Legend of a Superordinary Woman. Mm. A oh, woman that's... who gave her all. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Fascinating time. Uh, and it's a, it is. It, it, it's definitely an attention grabber. And uh, uh, for those new listeners and readers, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Alexander Nakarada, for writing our intro. Uh, this book is available at Barnes & Noble. Uh, so, uh, curiosity. Curiosity, again, pushes us. The title us. makes me curious. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> what is it uh, that... Uh, Piqued your curiosity in, in terms of writing this book and uh, uh, letting the world know who your mother was. Yeah, what made me write this book was um, after my mom died suddenly mm -hmm. in my hands, oh. um, I went home and I was surprised that everybody who came home to my parents' house, they were saying, oh, this woman is not just your mom, she's also our mom, she did this for me. People were talking about so many things she did for them and how she was um, a very special person to them. You know, it was likened to like, we call a boma tree, a very big rainforest tree. Mm -hmm. And somebody used this metaphor that a big boma tree has fallen down and everything that it covered is, is being uh, exposed now. So I was surprised. I said myself, I said to myself, is this my mom they're talking about? Mm -hmm. I didn't know her. I was her youngest child. She mm -hmm. had uh, five children and I was the youngest. So I knew her as my mom. I didn't know she, you know, she impacted so many people's lives. So mm -hmm. with that now, I got the curiosity of wanting to know who she was because I just knew her as my mom. I knew she worked hard. I knew she did so many things, but I didn't know how impactful she was. So I now was curious to find out who she was. And I, uh, that's how I got to write this book. So the, the question then becomes, uh, where did you start? What, what was the, what was your first step when, when writing this book? Yeah. Actually, it's taken me like 23 years. She really? died 23 years ago. So this has been quite and, the journey. Uh, I started thinking about it, but I said after 10 years, I was going to write it. It didn't happen. And then one day I was talking with my brother and he said, oh, we're thinking of, I was thinking of like starting a foundation to continue what she did because she did a lot of things to help women. Mm -hmm. So when I was talking to my brother about that, he said, oh, he too has been thinking about doing something for my mom. And then we heard that one of her closest friends, who is now about 90 years old, that she was very sick. Oh. And we thought that it, she might die. So we said, oh, it's important that we go and get the information from her. So that was the first thing that made me to now move over to my uh, this is my mom's friend, and I interviewed her because she was a childhood friend. So I went and spent a weekend with her, interviewed her, and recorded all the things she said about my mom. Mm -hmm. So that was the first step that I took. 
And then from then on, I started interviewing all, many other persons. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I think, uh, Sister Jackie, I remember you telling me a little bit about the book that uh, when your mother had died, one of the things that surprised you uh, was that there were so many uh, priests or, or bishops that, that showed up at her service. Yes. <laughs> yes. When my mom died, you know, the first thing that happened was in my country, in the diocese where I come from, when priests and religious die, there is a particular place where they bury them behind the cathedral. Mm -hmm. So just after my mom died, uh, the vicar general of the diocese came and asked me where we would bury my mom. I said, obviously, we'll be in a family grave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he, he suggested, why don't we bury her in the uh, cathedral where they bury priests and religious? I was surprised. Wow. I said, why? She said, no, your mom has done so much for the church. So we think it will be an honor. So that was a big debate that came. And eventually that's where she was laid to rest. And during her funeral, there were over 120 priests that came. There were five bishops and there was a cardinal. And, you know, there was just a sea of women, sea of people who could even take care of the crowd. And, you know, um, it was so wonderful. Even like when she died, the Vigil mass, there were like five vigil masses and there were all kinds of people who acted and wanted to do things for her. So, uh, you know, all of those, at the end of it, people said, Jackie, why are you crying? Your mom was such a wonderful woman. You shouldn't be crying. You should just be happy that she's gone to heaven. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was what happened when she died. And I'm grateful that she was my mom and that I saw that happen to and about her. Wow. No, I do... Uh yeah, I get you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do detect a slight accent. Uh, <laughs> uh, where are you from? Yeah, I'm from Cameroon ah, in Africa. Oh, ah. uh, yes. Cameroon is right at the armpit of Africa, where Africa, the West Africa, just makes a turn mm -hmm. to go down south, just at that curve. That is where Cameroon is. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah um, in writing this book, what did you find to be the most, um, I, I mean, aside from how many people knew her, I mean, what did you find to be the most surprising thing um, about your mom over the course of writing this book? Was there anything that really just sort of shocked you? Yes, there was something that surprised me was, um, my, I am a nun mm -hmm. oh, in okay. the Catholic Church. All right. Yes, yes. Yeah, so... I, when I was growing up, many people told me that I became a nun because my mom wanted me to become a nun. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand why they said that because I wanted to be a nun on my own account. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. And was this yeah. something that, that people you... associated me with her? And when I was writing this book, then from the interviews, I learned that she lived her whole life with nuns, she grew up with nuns. She lived with nuns. She got married from uh, the convent. She was adopted by nuns and she went to school. So now I understood why people felt that I was, she wanted me to become a nun because she didn't become a nun. But that was not the case. But she was very, very religious and very uh, profound in her faith. Mm -hmm. And she worked a lot for the church. But writing this book, I got to understand other people's perspective and I got to also understand why she worked so much for the church because she told me that without the church, she wouldn't be the person she was. Yeah, you know, it's funny. 
uh, just for a half a second, I started thinking about the sound of music Me and, and Maria living in the country. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like an African version yes. of the sound. Of, your, mom, your mom didn't happen to have an acapella group, did she? <laughs> Uh, this, I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing. I mean, it's a really, uh, uh, an amazing story. Uh, so, uh, what is the message? What, what's the message? What do you want people to, to know? What should we take away, uh, from reading this book? Just an aside before I get to that, the sound of music. I'm a very, yes. <laughs> my real self, I'm a very active and very, um, light-hearted person mm-hmm. and so lots of people used to associate me with the sound of music maria yeah <laughs> have you made any dresses out of drapes lately <laughs> how do you catch a cloud and pin it down there you right? go yes absolutely <laughs> yeah, definitely one of my favorite movies ever so uh, it, it, it befits so, the season yeah yes what i want people to take home from this is um how Catholic education mm-hmm. helped my mom to become the person she was, a woman who came from a very poor background in a landlocked area in the forest of mm-hmm. Africa. How, because of Catholic education, because she was adopted and taught, she became a community leader. She became an a, somebody who empowered women. She became a leader in church at national and international levels. Mm -hmm. And she was like participating in alleviating the plights of women at the level of the UN, at the level of um, women's conferences in uh, Mm -hmm. Copenhagen, in Canada, wherever. So how she got this she got liberated and she was able to liberate other women and she especially worked in liberating the grassroots women women who were who were uneducated who were locked in the web of poor marriages mm. she was able to empower them intellectually socio economically and they be, they were able to raise funds to take care of their children and send especially the girl child to school because in our part of the country preference is given to the boy child going to school, Mm -hmm. but she encouraged the women to do whatever it takes to empower the girls to go to school. So she did a lot of that. She empowered communities to send both boys and girls to school to to help women to become leaders for themselves and for Mm -hmm. their communities. Mm -hmm. So that's the power I see in her. And she worked herself to death. She gave everything she she had and she worked for the women. And she she had an aneurysm. She had an aneurysm while she was giving, lectures, uh, she was giving lectures to women, empowering them on microfinance projects. And she eventually died in that way. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. You know, and I, I know she, uh, she uh, inspired you because I think recently you just got your PhD, didn't you? Correct. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, so it's... Doctor Sister Jackie, or Sister Doctor Jackie, or Sister Jackie? Sister Doctor Jackie, because <laughs> okay. Sister counts first. Yes, yeah, Sister Doctor Jackie. I'm, I'm, I'm very good. I'm, yeah. down, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Congratulations on that. That's amazing work. I mean, your mother is truly an inspiration, and we really thank you for uh, coming on and, and sharing your book with yeah. us. And she and I got a chance to talk a little bit about uh, what we've talked about tonight. 
Uh, and I, I think uh, the common thing was that uh, uh, I had written a book and then she told me she had written a book, too. Yes, and, yeah. and I'm curious mm-hmm. to know more about that book, Daryl, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Sister Jackie, Sister, Doc- Sister Dr. Jackie, thank you so much uh, for uh, the and talking with us and chatting with us and letting everybody know about uh, your book. Uh, please tell us the title of your book again. The title of the book? Yes, please. Yeah, the title of the book is The Legend of a Superordinary Woman. Yes, yes. And the subtitle is A Woman Who Gave Her All. I chose this title because has, she's a legend. She did so much for so many people. Her life is so compacted. Mm-hmm. And uh, yet she was so ordinary. Because mm-hmm. even though she was able to do so much for women, she always participated with the grassroots women. She, she was... She visited her neighbors. She always, she always felt that, you know, when you bring women together, you give them power to be able to do what a single person could not do. Because mm. in, like in our, uh, we have some adages that say a single broom, mm. a single uh, stem cannot sweep a house. But when you put a number of broomsticks together, you can sweep a house clean. So she always felt that. You can bring women together and they'll be able to do things that one single person could not do. So she went to the community, she brought the neighbors together and she would help them to be able to see how they could support each other. She went to community meetings, she empowered the women there in the church, she empowered women and she attended all the meetings herself. No matter, And she often worked with uneducated women because where she came from, most of the women were not educated. But each one of them said... Mrs. Atabong saw leadership qualities in me, and she helped me to become a leader. And you found that even though those women were uneducated, they were leaders, and they continue to be leaders. And so she, was, she had that giftedness, and she was called a legendary leader. She was a leader, but she was so serviceable and so down-to-earth that she was super and yet ordinary. And in everything that she did, no matter how busy she was, she always remembered she was a wife. She always prepared food in at home. Mm-hmm. She always prepared food for her husband and her family. No matter how busy she was, we could prepare everything for her. She puts it in the pot, she prepares it. So she, was, she had this giftedness of doing so many things and yet remembering to do the um, ordinary things. She was like, she brought women's emancipation, but in a way that was not like trying to fight mm-hmm. the men, but she was able to bring them to understand and uh, to understand where a woman is and her power in her. And like in my home, she sat at the head of the table and she was like the driver from the back seat, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. my dad was always sitting in front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think your mom really uh, lived that Sounds true like sort of woman. Uh, Christian example of, you know, um, taking the the smallest it was seemingly innocent thing and making it extraordinary you know much like uh you know the christ child was this you know little itty bitty baby who 
turned out to be this extraordinary, you know, thing, small things and great package, you know, great things in small packages, you know. Uh, so yeah. uh, definitely blessed to have your mother be a part of this world and, and, and leave her mark as she did. And, and I'm so thankful to you uh, for coming on and sharing her story with us. And uh, dear listeners and readers, if you'd like to pick up our book, you can find it at uh, Barnes & Noble. Uh, and uh, I hope that, uh, you know, you'll stick around and listen to some more chit-chats. And, uh, uh, Sister Jackie, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you much. for coming on. It was a pleasure okay, meeting you. Okay, thank you for giving okay. me this opportunity. Okay. I hope you read the book because it's very interesting. Okay. Well, thank you All so right. much. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. So long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, dear listeners and readers, curiosity drove uh, Sister Jackie, as my father was just saying uh, uh, behind the scenes, to write this book. And uh, curiosity drove you and uh, and, and Daryl to, to write How Nicholas Became Santa Claus, your yes. highly rated Eric Hoffer-nominated sci-fi fantasy novel. So just as powerful as we heard curiosity is in writing nonfiction, it's just as powerful um, maybe not quite as powerful, but just as no, powerful. I, 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 you know what? I, I think it's powerful and necessary uh, because it, it it helps us with idea generation. The first mm-hmm. thing sometimes people say, well, what if it was like this? Or I wonder if this could actually have been this way. Right. You know, or what was his life? You know, in, 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 when in accordance with the story that we wrote about Nicholas. Right. Uh, and so what is your, and we're going to get into, we'll probably end up getting into your book a bit more uh, in the next episode, Sandy, but what, what are your sort of final thoughts to borrow from Jerry Springer on, on, uh, <laughs> uh, on, on what we've talked about here today? Well, I think everything begins with the what if question mm-hmm. or why, mm-hmm. what if and why. Mm-hmm. And I think every character every environment, every person, that inter- every interaction, mm-hmm. whether it be human to human, animal to, to human, character to character, character to environment, everything begins with curiosity. Oh, curiosity curiosity is, is such an integral part of this. You know, it, it's... It helps us to really dive deeply into a subject and understand it thoroughly. It's a catalyst mm-hmm. for innovative writing. And, I, and when we question things, that, like the status quo, we seek new ways of expressing ideas or telling stories. Mm-hmm. It's important. You know? And so, I mean, Einstein talked about curiosity. You know, it's... And, and it, it's... It's more important to have curiosity than almost anything else because that can really drive you forward. Um, it can become your drive and your obsession and your your. your Unless you're a cat, yeah, he it, killed the cat. He, well, he killed the cat. Well, he killed the cat because his curiosity drove <laughs> but you know what, him. But, but, but to some, keep looking at whatever it was he was looking at. Unfortunately, you know that can be the case. Mm-hmm. You know because if you remember the story of a mute. Uh, Marie Curie, 
Mm-hmm. You know, she uh, she discovered radium. She got a Nobel Prize yes, for that. Yes, But she, she died of cancer. You know, to age. this day, they still can't manipulate her notebooks and such without. They're still radioactive. They're still, uh, mm-hmm. they're still you know, radioactive. You know, and that curiosity sometimes can do that. But, you know, uh, well, we'll not give you radiation poisoning. How Nicholas Became Santa Claus. <laughs> if you want to check out that, if you're curious and want to see where this rabbit hole goes, uh, you can check us out at TrueBooks.com. You can try to get us out at Facebook, on our Instagram, on our TikTok, on our X. You can check us out at TrueBooks.com where you'll see the author page and you can pick up a hardcover or a soft cover. And uh, hopefully uh, you'll be curious enough, curious enough to come back next time and we'll chat with you all on Conversations with the authors. Thank you.